Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Today's daf is Yevamos daf Kuf Yud Dalid. We are holding on daf Kuf Yud Gimel and Beis at the very bottom of the page. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Bisna is where we uh, where we left off at the uh, at the end of daf Kuf Yud Gimel and Beis. Today's show is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and his wife and children. Also by Mindy and Henry Orlinsky, Lezech Nishmas, Chaim Abba Ben Yosef, Allah Hashalom, Mindy's father, Zinashama Shavan Aliyah, also Lezchusr for Shlema, for Uriel Ben Chaya Esther, who a baby who's in the NICU, Shavar for Shlema, Bichsoch Shar Chalay Yisrael, and also by the Shulman family for the yard side of Mr. Joel Shulman, Yoel Tzvi Ben Aaron Ruven, his Neshama Shavan Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to discuss today is the following. Pretty much one sugya that takes us from the bottom of Kofi Gimlam Beis to the middle of Kofi Yudalim Beis, which is the end of the 14th parak, And that is the sugya of Katan Ochel Nevelos, whether based in Mitzvah Nafrisho or ain't based in Mitzvah Nafrisho. If a child is doing an Avera, such as eating Nevelos, is based in under an obligation to try to stop him from doing that Avera, or is this based in not have to be Mafrishim from that Avera? We're going to have 12 rayas whether Bezin Metzuvah Nafrisha or Ein Metzuvah Nafrisha. That's why it takes up most of the daf. And then, Bezashem, we're going to begin the 15th parak of Mesechus Yevamos, and the Mishnah is going to talk about under which circumstances a woman is believed to say that Mace Baila, she went on a vacation with her husband, she came back alone, without a husband. So when do we assume that she's believed to say that her husband is dead insofar as she's allowed to marry somebody else, or that we're going to allow her to do Yibam, which is Matri the Yisr of Eishas Achid. And the Gemara is going to discuss a variety of circumstances where uh, we're choshesh that uh, even if she didn't know with 100% certainty that her husband was dead, that she's going to make an assumption that her husband was dead. Meaning, when do we assume that uh, that she's, when she's saying something, she's saying it with certitude? And when do we assume that she's saying it only as an assumption because she saw something that would indicate that he was likely to die? So that's going to be in uh, at, the, at the very end of the daf. So let's begin. Again, Kuf Yud Gimel Amid Beis, a uh, few two lines from the end of the page. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Bisna. So says the Gemara. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Bisna Iksule Maftchid Be Midrasha. He lost the Berushas uh, Rabbim. He lost the keys to the base Medrash in Rishus Rabbim and Bishabata. Uh, and it happened to have been on Shabbos where you're not allowed to carry four Amos in Rishus Rabbim. So he had no way to bring the keys from the Rishus Rabbim to a Rishus Hayachid. The, uh, the 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 Gemara discusses why it's Dafka the keys of a base Medrash. Meaning the Achronim rather discuss why does the Gemara have to come up with the keys the keys of a base medrash it could have been the keys to anything, right? Keys of a base medrash indicates that there's something about the fact that it's for a dvar mitzvah, and maybe the fact that it's a dvar mitzvah creates a greater tzorech and more reason for uh, for heter. In the chikrei leiv, he discusses this uh, this diuk, and he says that it's dafka because it's a dvar mitzvah that they were allowed to do a harama that we're soon going to see. They did a harama in order to make it so that young children would be able to uh, to bring the keys, and the only reason they were allowed to, to to do that was because of Bittel Beis Medrash. Without the keys to the Beis Medrash, no one was going to be able to learn. So anyway, so also came to Rabbi Pidas, so he came to Rabbi Pidas, and he wanted to know, what do I do? The keys are lost. I can't bring them into Urusha uh, Siyachid to, uh, to use them. Beis Medrash is locked. So Rabbi Pidas told him, Zil, 
Go bring some young children and tell them that it's playtime, that they can uh, they can go and play in that uh, in that area. And uh, and then when they're playing in the area, they're going to find the keys and they on their own they're going to go and they're going to bring the keys uh, into uh, the rishos yachin. So Alma Kasavar, you see that Rabbi Bedas holds katan ochel nevelos ain bezim mitzvah You see very clearly that Rabbi Bedas holds that if a katan is doing an avera, is doing an iser like carrying keys from rishos yachin to rishos rabim, rishos rabim to rishos yachin, you don't have to stop him from violating that iser Torah because otherwise, how could Rabbi Bedas allow the katanim to violate the iser of tiltul rishos rabim b'shabes elamai? You don't have to stop him from doing uh, that avera, and that is the basis of the entire sugya that we're going to see today. Is it true that ain't Bezin Mitzvah Lafrisho, or is it that Bezin is Mitzvah Lafrisho, that Bezin in fact has to try to stop the Katan from doing an Avera? A number of the Gedole Gedole HaChronim, Rav Lachan Rasmin Aros, the Karen Ora, the Avne Nezer, they all explain this Machlokas, whether Bezin Mitzvah Lafrisho or ain't Bezin Mitzvah Lafrisho, is, uh, is based on that which uh, one can raise the following Chakira. When we say that uh, that, that, that that, uh, that a katan is potter from chiyuvei Torah and from mitzvos is that because there's no onshim for a katan, but he has mitzvos in his room like anybody else? It's just that he's not a bar onshim, or is it that he's not included in any of the isurim to begin with? If you hold bezim mitzvim lafrisho, that's because you hold that the isur is chal on a katan as well. It's just that the pot, the, the Torah patters him from onshim because he's a katan. So in such a case, bezim has to be mafrishim from the isur because how can you let him? Just go and do an iser. But if you hold ein beis mitzvah nafrisho, then you hold the nature of a katan's exemption is not that he's just put from onshim; it's that he's not bechlal mitzvos at all. Now this is all just about beis mitzvah nafrisho as an independent discussion. There is another discussion to be had about the mitzvah of chinuch. Meaning, it could very well be that even if ein beis mitzvah nafrisho, that a parent has an obligation of chinuch to make sure that a child doesn't do an avera. The Rambam shita is that even though Bezin is not Mitzvah the father has to stop a child from doing an Avera in order to be Mechanechim to proper uh, observance of Mitzvahs. The Ritva quotes this Rambam and says that he's correct because how could it be that a father has a Mitzvah of Chinuch but is not going to stop him from eating a cheeseburger? Right? It's not Shaykh. Now eating a cheeseburger may be an extreme example because over there you have a third factor and that third factor is Timtum Alev that when it comes to eating Ochal Nevelos Mam when it comes to eating things that are non-kosher, you also have the, the additional consideration of Timtum Alev, the negative spiritual impact that it has on a person to eat something not kosher. But anyway, that's the Rambam Shita, that's the Ritva Shita. The Rashba, however, disagrees with the Rambam. And he says in our sugya, it seems that there's not even a Chiv of Chinuch, because it says in our sugya that if the father sees something that's a Suffolk Truma, Tumeya, that his son has, he does not have to be Mafrashim. And the Gemara brings that as one of the 12 Rayas in our sugya about Bezim so isn't that a raya against the Rambam that even a father doesn't have an obligation? So that really goes to a broader discussion. Even if there is a mitzvah of chinuch on a father, it could be that the mitzvah of chinuch on a father is only for mitzvahs asay and not for mitzvahs los asay. That itself is a discussion in the Rishonim. And that may talk to, that may, uh, may, may touch upon what exactly is the nature of the mitzvah of chinuch. Is the nature of the mitzvah of chinuch to be margil the child in the proper behavior behaviors so that when he becomes an adult he'll know how to behave and he'll be used to behaving in that way or no, maybe the mitzvah of chinuch is that you want him to be mekayim the mitzvos as an enu mitzvah of that even though he's not yet mitzvah in the mitzvos, just like
like a woman does mitzvah shazman grama. A woman takes the love of a woman here shofar. She's and she sits in sukkah. She's mekayim mitzvahs and mitzvah yosef. Maybe the mitzvah of chinuch is that mita rabbanon we formalized doing Eno Mitzvah Vyosa for Mitzvah Saseh. If that's the case, then it would only apply to Mitzvah Saseh. If it's about being Margil, him in the proper behaviors, it would apply to Lo Saseh as well. But if it's about being Mekayim, the Mitzvah is Eno Mitzvah Vyosa, L'chorah should only apply to Mitzvah Saseh because it's not Shaykh to be an Eno Mitzvah Vyosa in a Lo Saseh. Right? I, I can't say that uh, today's, uh, let's say, uh, Erev Rosh Chodesh, right? So there's become a Minag in recent years. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think it uh, appears in the Gemara Rishonim, but there's a minute that people go to cemeteries on Erev Rosh Chodesh. They say in uh, Mansi, the Rebbe Rebbe is very busy. And I mean, he's not very busy. He's still, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's buried, but uh, but he's uh, the, the the cemetery is very very busy on erev Rosh Chodesh. So let's say I say I don't want to go to the cemetery, even though I'm not a kohen. I'm going to volunteer the mitzvah of Tumas Kohanim, but I'm not going to go to the cemetery. So that's ridiculous. I don't have an isser of going to a cemetery. I'm allowed to go. I'm not a kohen. There's no such thing as volunteering a mitzvah that's a los say. Volunteering a mitzvah only applies to mitzvahs say. And uh, if therefore the mitzvah of chinuch is about volunteering volunteering the mitzvah, then it wouldn't make sense on uh, on, on los assays. Anyway, uh, on, on, yeah, on los assays. So anyway, so this is the discussion. Beis the mitzvah not free or ain't beis the mitzvah not free show. And Rabbi Pedas lays down his, uh, you know, his, 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 his opinion right at the very beginning, that beis does not have to stop a child from doing an Avera, and therefore, if the child finds the keys in the Rosh Hashanah, he could be the one to carry it to Rosh Hashanah, and you're perfectly fine. So now we go through the 12 rayas. Number one, lema Messiah, maybe we have a brisa that supports Rabbi Padas because the brisa tells us Lo chosam. you should not tell the child bring me the key or bring me the chosam through Rosh Hashanah and violate the Yisra of being multi Shabbos or the Yisra of Tiltal Shabbos even if you see a child doing an Avera like being Tolesh on Shabbos uh, detaching something from which is an Yisra you don't have to stop him from doing it if you see him being Zorik for Amos and Rosh Hashanah throwing something from him, you don't have to stop him, because Katanoch and the Velos ain't based on Mitzvah Mlaf Risho. Amr says, that's not a Raya, maybe when he violates Nisr Daraisa, you do have to stop him. When it says in the Braisa that Manicho Tolesh, Manicho Zorek, that means Tolesh Bat Shenonakov, that what's he doing is pulling something out of the out of a flower pot that doesn't have a hole in it, so it's already detached from the ground. Zorek Bekamalist Rabbanan, he's being Zorek, not in a real Rishas Rabban, but in a Karmalist Rabbanan, Maybe only when he's violating his Isurim Drabanan in Bezimut Suvla Frisho. But maybe in a Chinami when he's violating Daraisas, based in his Taka Mitsuvala Frisho. So says Gmar, Raya number two. Tashima. Ovid Chavim Shabal Lichabos. In the Mishnah Mesach Shabbos, Tav Kuf Chafal tells us, if an Ovid Chavim comes to put out a fire on Shabbos, Ein Om Lokabei, you do not tell him, the Rabbanon Asra Amiru Lenachri. So you're not allowed to tell him to put out the fire, because then it's considered that he's doing it with your uh, instructions. Uh, but if he's, or Al Techabe, or if he comes to put it out on his own, you don't also, you don't have to tell him not to do it. If he's doing it on his own, you don't have to stop him from doing it. Mipnei Shein Shvi Sasu Aleyan. You don't, 
it's not your responsibility to make sure that the Nachri doesn't do Malacha and Shabbos. But Katana Balachabos, but if a child comes to put out a fire, Omrim Lo Al not only can you not ask the child to do the Avera for you, if he's about to do the Avera, you have to stop him from doing the Avera. Because you have to watch over the Katana and make sure that he doesn't do an Isser. So you see that when he's violating an Isser, based in Mitzvah Mafri show against Rabbi Pedas. Rabbi Pedas said, you don't have to stop him. Here in Mesech Shabbos it says, the child is about to put out a fire, you must stop him. So says Mara, Am Rabbi Yochanan, Ba'osa al-Das Aviv. No, it's not a raya. Maybe that's a case where the father's standing right there, and the child sees that the father really wants this fire put out. So that's where you have to stop him, because then he's doing it, Ki'ilu is your shliach, he's not doing it on his own. But maybe by, by a regular katan, where he's just doing something on his own, he's eating an because he's hungry and not because you're happy about it and you never gave him any indication that you're happy about it then maybe in such a case ain't based in Mitzuvim La Frisho the mice of Rabbi Yitzchak Barbisna where he told the Tinok and Tinokos to bring the keys he didn't never told them that he lost the keys he never told them that he can't get into the base medrash he never indicated to them that he wants the keys but maybe in Echanami had he indicated that he wants the keys then it would have been Aser so says the Gemara but the safe of the Mishnah talks about a katan who's doing al Meaning, if that's the case, that it's talking about a cutting doing al das avid, and uh, we could explain the ratio of the Mishnah, which talks about the Ovid Chavim, meaning we had two cases in that Mishnah and Shabbos the guy putting out the fire and the child putting out the fire. So we said, oh, the case with the child putting out the fire where you have to stop him is where you indicated that you're happy about it. So it must therefore be also true that the case of the guy putting out the fire is where you also indicated that you're happy about it. And yet, what did it say? It's Dos Aldas Yisrael, and we said that uh, that you don't have to stop him. You can let him put it out. Well, Mishari, is that true? If he's doing it with your shlichus, he's doing it for you. He knows that you're happy about it. You don't have to stop him from doing it? Says, well, you don't have to, because of it. Even though he knows you're happy about it, he's doing it because he thinks you're going to reward him. So he's not doing it to make you happy. He's doing it because he thinks he can get paid for that. And that's therefore not considered that he's doing it with your shlichus. And therefore, you do not have to stop him from doing it. So in says Gemara, let's bring another Raya to Rabbi Pedas that Bezin Taka does not have to stop him. Toshima. The Bryson tells us that the Chacham are always concerned that if you buy produce from an Amaaretz, that maybe he didn't take Trumas and Maestros from it. Meaning even though Rav Amaaretz Ma'asrim Heim, most Amaaretz do take Trumas and Maestros, there's a concept called Demai, that Ruchoshesh, that, uh, that a Miyul Amaaretz don't take Trumas and Maestros, and that's the concept of Demai. So it says, Ben Chaver, if you have the, the child of a Chaver, someone who's trusted in Trumas and Maestros, Sheragulei Avi Imo Amaaretz, but he goes to the Babi and Zaydi's house, and uh, the, his, his maternal grandfather is an Amaretz. You don't have to worry that Babi and Zaydi are feeding him uh, produce that uh, doesn't have chumas and mice was taken, it, taken from it. But if the father sees that he has peros and he doesn't know if they're mu'us or not, you don't have to stop the child from eating the peros. So you see that even though there's a suffix that he might be eating an iser, you don't have to stop him. So Rabbi Yochan 
that's, that's not a raya. That's only about the mai. The mai is only in the sidra banan. Midah raisa, we assume Rav Amaretz do take maestros. So, uh, of course, we're going to be mekel on an isidra banan where there's a rove that it's actually the maestros are taken. You can't bring a raya from there to uh, to, to, to Bezim Metzubim Lafrisho by Yisurim Daraisa. So, ask the Gemara and Rabbi Yochanan, El Ataima de Demai. Ooh, so it sounds like the reason you don't have to stop him is because it's only Demai. Havadai Baila Surei. But had it been uh, Tevel Vadai, then you would have to stop him. You would have to take Maestros from it because Bezin is Metzubim Lafrisho. I, but Vam Rabbi Yochan and Bosal Dasaviv, but isn't Rabbi Yochan the one that told us about the Katan who's putting out the fire that the only reason you have to stop him is because he's doing Aldas Aviv? But when he's not doing Aldas Aviv, Bezin does not have to stop him. So which is it? Rabbi Yochanan himself is giving us two uh, conflicting indications. On the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan tells us that only if a child is putting out a fire, Aldas Aviv, you have to stop him. But if he's putting out a fire on his own, let him do it. It's all right. He's allowed to do the Avera. It's not your problem. Yet over here, when it comes to uh, Demai, it sounds like if uh, if it was real Tevel, you cannot let him do it. You do have to stop him. So which way does Rabbi Yochanan hold? Rabbi Yochanan is not telling us what he holds. What Rabbi Yochanan is doing is he's telling us that we don't have rayas from any of these places. So he's showing us that you don't have a raya that bases in Mitzvah and you don't have a raya that ain't based in Mitzvah show because logically you can, uh, you can reject each of these rayas. But Rabbi Yochanan is not telling us his shita over here. So it says, let's try to bring another raya. Tashima. Ben Chaver Kohen. Let's say you have a, a, a young child of a Tamachacham who's a Kohen, who's careful about Tumentara, who goes to his maternal grandfather, who is a Kohen, who's Nama Aretz, who does not guard the Tahara of his produce. So in Choshen Shamiachlem the Trumatamea, you don't have to worry that Zaydi's feeding him Trumatamea, Matzabiado Peros, in Zakuklo. And if you see that he has Peros that he got from Babi and Zaydi's house, you don't have to take them away from him because maybe it's Trumatamea. So you see that he even by Chashash Yisudar Raisa, you don't have to be mafreshim from an Yisud. So it says, Mara B'Trumad Rabbanan. Now that's talking about Trumad Rabbanan, that even if they became Tamei, they're only Asr Midrabanan. And therefore, everyone would agree that you don't have to be mafreshim from an Yisud Rabbanan. But maybe, if it's an Yisudar Raisa, then Taka Beisdin is Metzuvah Lafrisho. That maybe, maybe Beisdin would actually have to be Metzuvah Lafrisho. They, they would have to uh, stop him. So it says, Mara Tashma, okay, let's try another, another Raya, that if a Katan is Violating an isra that Bezin does not have to stop him. Yonik Tinok, a child can, uh, of, a, of, a, of a Jewish woman, could be Yonik Vaholik Mevodzchavim. He could nurse from a non Jewish woman, Umi Behemetmeya, and also from a, from a Behemetmeya. When there's no way to nurse him, Beheter, you can give him from Behemetmeya, even though the Chalav of the Behemetmeya is Usr to drink, Minatora, to Yotse Mina Usr. Chalav of a non kosher animal is not kosher. Pig milk is absolutely not kosher. But if that's the only thing that can help this child, so then that's what he needs. I think there's one of the formulas that actually has some uh, some pig in it for babies that have very uh, sensitive stomachs. So one is a common shayla that we get where the doctor says the only formula the baby's able to handle back in the day where formula used to be available. So they, they would say the only uh, thing that uh, the only formula the baby's able to handle is a particular formula that mamish had treif in it. So, uh, but over here, there's talking about the, the actually suckling from the animal, from a behemoth to mea. 
it's usher to uh, take something that's usher in a Torah because you're not being machil him the isr biyodayim. But you cannot be a dayim feed him uh, non kosher things. Umikulan from all the behemoths that you're usher that you're not allowed to eat. Yonik, yonik, ma'am. You're still allowed to be yonik the milk, even though it's usher to drink. And you're even allowed to do that on Shabbos, and it's not usher. It's not. It's not going to be usher on account of milking on Shabbos because you're not being machil the child. The child is doing it on his own. But for a gadol, it will be usher to, uh, to to even from a kosher animal on Shabbos to milk an animal on Shabbos. Abishal says that even though on Shabbos it's usher to be yonik on Yom Tov. We were not. Uh, we were not, weren't choshesh for the Yisra of Chaliva. So how's this raya? Katani mia, because it says in the Brice of Bifeirish that a tinok is yonik from beimatmeya and ain choshen biyonik shekets. We're not worried about the fact that he's having something that's ma'cholos asuros. Apparently, even though he's eating ma'cholos asuros, ain bezin mitzuvin lafrisho. We do not have to stop him. So says Gemara Hasamishim Sakana. No, over there, if he's going to die if he doesn't drink, so it's pikuach nefesh. So of course, ain bezin mitzuvin lafrisho. In such a case, well, the case is that it's pikuach nefesh gadol nami. Then even an adult should be mutter. And it said beferish in the brisa that it's usher for a gadol to do so. So it says no gadol bayu umdana. A gadol you need to be able to assess whether he'll be able to wait till motzayi shabbos. You can't just let him do it, uh, even though he's a chola that's very very ill. You have to make an assessment and see if he could wait till motzayi shabbos. But so it says okay, well katanami bayu umdana. Shouldn't we have to make the same assessment for a child before? We let him eat or drink non-kosher milk. So we assume that the need that a child has for milk is so great that uh, that it's automatically considered to be uh, to be a sakana. So that's the the assumption that, uh, that that it's an automatic sakana. Now it's interesting. One of the things we mentioned is that a tinok is yonek from an Ovedis kochavim. The Rashba quotes the sheet of Rabbeinu Hananel, who learns from the Bryce that quotes uh, that, that says this din of chalav from Ovedis kochavim together with of a behemoth and it's only also Mishum Sakana that you see from here that there's an Isra of getting a non-Jewish wet nurse. That from an Ovedis Chavim, a baby is not allowed to nurse from an Ovedis Chavim. That's Rabbi Nechanan Shita that the Rashba quotes, but the Rashba disagrees. And he says, no, what difference does it make whether the milk comes from a human Jew or a human Nachris? The whole thing is that there's an Isra to have a behemoth milk from a pig is Aser. The Brisa that puts these two things together, it's not because they have the same din that uh, there's uh, the 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 uh, uh, the the, the uh, it's not, it's not, they're not uh, they're not the same the same halacha the the fact that the uh, that, that they're together one din of being yonik from novedus chavim even though there's no choli and the second din of behemet tamei is talking about when there's sakana so it's talking about two separate dinim so that's what the rash brings a raya he says from the fact that there's a machlokas in the gemara novel dezar daf chavav if it's usher to be yonik from menekas nachris because they're choshed al shvichas damim so apparently the whole concern was in Masech Savod Zara is that you give your baby to a Nachris, to an Oved Chavim wet nurse, she might kill him. But, the, but, but, but it doesn't seem that there's any concern about the milk itself, about the kashrus of the milk itself. So therefore you see that it's mutter to be yonik 
from an Ovedes uh, Kochavim. And he says that even though Medina it's Mutter, says the Rashba, but still you shouldn't do it because it's a uh, Midas Chasidus and a Midas Rizus that, the, uh, that it's, uh, we're, we're better off being fed from our own. Uh, and that's a better way to train a child in doing mitzvahs. That's what the Medrash Rabbah tells us, famous Medrash Rabbah, that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't w- refuse to take milk from a Nachris. And that's why uh, they, when uh, the Basparo had to find someone to nurse him, she had to find Menekes uh, Mina Ivrios in order to feed him because the Gemara says of the Medrash says of there Pesha also the Daber Mashchina the mouth that one day is going to speak to the Shechina it's Pasnish that it's going to be Yonik it's interesting the Ramah quotes in Shulchan Aruch that that's why we don't give our babies to a non-Jewish wet nurse uh, based on that Medrash so that's where Yaakov Kabinetsky in his Sefer in Amos Yaakov says I don't understand the Raya we don't give to a non-Jewish wet nurse because of that Medrash the Medrash says Pesha also the Daber Mashchina you know everyone thinks their kid is uh, such a tzaddik but how many of them are going to be Moshe they're not all going to be also the Daber and Mashchina. So, uh, so says Rabbi Yaakov Kabinetsky, no, you have to raise your child, Ki'ilu, he's going to be also the Daber and Mashchina. You never know. I mean, a lot of times the, the kids that make it are not the kids that you would have predicted uh, would make it, you know, that uh, that become the ones that are also the Daber and Mashchina. We have to raise our children with the... Um, with the expectation, with the hope, not expectation, but with the hope that one day they may they may uh, rise to tremendous levels of uh, spirituality and therefore give them every opportunity on a spiritual level. Okay, back in the Gemara, so uh, once we had mentioned the Bryce about a Katanoch on the Velos, so the Gemara explains the rest of the Bryce. That we used to be Yonik from a, from a kosher animal on Yom Tov. Well, what's the case exactly? If it's a situation of Sakana, if it's Nami, then you should be allowed to be Yonik even on Shabbos as well. We eat the lack of Sakana, and if there was no Sakana, if it would be Yomtov Aser, then it should be Aser to do so on Yomtov. So it says, well, there, there, there's a Tsar of being thirsty. Because and Abishal holds that it's mutter when you're very thirsty, and in Tsar, it's mutter to take milk from a, from a kosher animal on Yomtov, but not on Shabbos. Because Mefari Kalachrayad, who, when you're Yonik directly from the animal, that's a, uh, it's, it's considered to be doing the Malach of Mefarek. Uh, with uh, with a shinoi, so Shabbos this is skila gazrabanan. So kalachar yad is only going to be drabanan. So Shabbos, which is this skila drabanan, where goes there even b'makom tsar. But yom tov this or lav malachan yom tov is not in this skila. Malachan yom tov is only in this or lav lo gazer b'rabanan drabanan. Where therefore not goes there uh, even in a kalachar yad situation. Now I said the malacha of mefarik. There's only one little problem. If you look through your list of lamates malachas, you will not find the malacha called mefarik, but milking an animal is Asr Mishum Mefarik. So what exactly, what malacha is that that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that one is violating? So, uh, so the, the Gemara calls it Mefarik. Rashi, Masecha Shabbos, says that it's a tolda of Dutch. Mefarik means to detach, and therefore it's like a tolda of, uh, of Dutch. To, uh, of Dutch. asks, well, why do we allow it? The Gemara says, Ein disha karka. A Shabbos is not considered Gidule Karka anyway. So if it's a tolda of dash, then behema shouldn't be subject to the malacha of dash. So, uh, so Rashi quotes Yesh Mefarshim that kavana that that, that mefarik is not dash necessarily. Maybe it's a tolda of. Kotzer, a lot of questions on that as well, because it's not mechuber lekarka. How could there be kotzer when it's not mechuber lekarka? In addition to that, Tosa Rush points out that the Gemara in Shabbos says that if you if you're zorik something at a dekel and tomorrow dates fall off of the dekel, you're chayiv mishum tolesh and mishum mefarek. 
the implication is that those are two separate things, that mefarik and tolish are not the same thing. So there's a third sheet, the Rabbeinu Tam sheet, is that the issue of milking mishum uh, mefarik means that it's a violation of mimachik, because you're smoothing out the udder of the animal as you are squeezing the milk out of it, uh, out of the animal. The agleta, so the, the re asks on that sheet of Rabbeinu Tam that you're allowed that that uh, that, that you're allowed to milk if you're, the milk is going directly into food. But if the issue is what you're doing to the udder of smoothing out the udder, then there should be no such hatter of the milk going directly into food. The Aglital tries to work on that. Then uh, the Rabbi Natam is quoted Masech Shabbos, another possible sheet of Rabbi Natam, that maybe it's a violation of Borer. The Achronim have a hard time with that one as well. First of all, it's a steer in Rabbi Natam. He said that it's Mimachik, and now he's saying that it's Borer. But aside from the fact that it's a steer in Rabbi Natam, um, the Cholid the, Vizchayim Mishum Mefarik, and uh, the Gemara says in the very next line in Masech Shabbos, and Chovetz is Chayiv Mishum Borer. So apparently Mefarik and Borer are two separate things. So other Rishonim say, no, no, it's Gozes. That's what milking is. Because it's just like when you shear off the wool from a sheep, from a live animal, so ta- and, and the wool replaces itself, it grows back. Taking the milk out of a live animal and it's going to replace itself, it's going to grow back. So it's a, it's a, it's a violation of Gozes. All right, a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of different possibilities. It tells you that it doesn't fit really neatly into any category, but it fits loosely into many categories, which leads you to believe that there's good reason for it to be uh, to be usher. So anyway, says Gemara Tashma, let's try to bring another raya about this din of Bezim Metzuvim free show or Ein Bezim Metzuvim free show. So uh, the Pasuk says, when it talks about the Yisra of Achilles Shratim, Lo Sochlum Ki Sheketeim. So Lechor, it's an extra Pasuk, because the Pasuk already said a lot of Yisurim relating to Shratim, right? The Pasuk already said that uh, that Kal Hole Chal Gachon, Kal Hole Chal Arba, Kal Marba Raglayim, Lechol Shratim So it already told us a lot of Yisurim of eating Shratim. So the Chacham Darshan, Lo Sa'achilum Lahasir Gedolim Alektanim, that not only is there an Isser for a person to eat Shkatsim or Masim, it's usher for a gadol to feed a cut on such things. So my love, doesn't that mean that even if the child is eating it on his own, based in Mitzvah Nafrisha, you have to stop him from eating it? Says No, this is a separate isr. This is an isr that you're not allowed to provide a child with with that which is usher. You're not allowed to directly feed him something that's usher. But not that you're Mitzvah show. Tashma says, I'll bring you a similar raya. Pasuk says it with, with regard to the Yisra of eating dam. Kol nefesh mikayim lo socha dam. Lazar ugdol malakatanim. So my love, dami lo sochlu. Doesn't that mean that if you see a child about to eat dam, you have to stop him? Lo, delalisva lo biyadayim. Nah, it just means that you're not allowed to feed him. Toshima says, well, bring another raya. Emor v'yamarta. Pasuket talks about Tumas Kohanim. It says Emor l'kohanim b'neir v'yamarta le'mlevshle itama ba'amav. So he's not allowed to be mitami to a mace. So the v'yamarta is extra. It already said Emor. So lahasher gadol malaktanim. That's to tell you that the adults have to make sure that the ketanim don't become tamei le'mace. My love damlu lo titamu. Doesn't that mean that the adult has to tell the child do not do that? He has to be mafreshim beizim atzufim lafrishal. Lo delo litam lo v'yadayim. That's not a raya. It just means that the gadol is not allowed to be metame the katan, be a daimi. He's not allowed to directly be metame the katan. So in all three of these cases, when it comes to Achilles Shratzim, when it comes to Achilles Dam, and when it comes to Tumas Kohanim, we see a din of Los Achilim, that you're not allowed to feed him, to provide him with these three Isurim. But why does the Torah have to tell me that same din of Los Achilim in all three of these cases? So Tzrichi, we need all three. Diyash, if it only would have told me Shkatsim, you're not allowed to feed him be a daim, Mishum di Isurim b'mashu. 
because the shekets is so chamer that it's all asr even b'mashuhu avodam de adik revius emalo. But dam, it's a, it's only you're only chayiv if you have a revius of dam. So I would think that there's no isr of los achidim. Wait, shratzim is an isr b'mashuhu. So it says Rashi on the top bika'adasha kitumasan. That just like tumas shratzim is bika'adasha, the isr of achilas shratzim is also bika'adasha. And adasha is very tiny. A little lentil is very very tiny. So that's what it means. A mashu. It doesn't mean literally a mashu. It means a shir of a kadasha. Tulsa says, What on earth is Rashi talking about? You look through all of Shas, while the Isra of Tumas Shratzim is Bekadasha, the Isra of Achila Shratzim is Bekazayis. It's not Bekadasha. Rashi made up a din over here that there's a din of an Isra Achila Shratzim Bekadasha? No, it's always Bekazayis. I, what then does the Gemara mean when it says that it's Bemashu? He says, Oh, this is a different din. This is a din that we know of called the Beria, that whenever you have a full creature, a full item, a full natural item, even if it's very, very tiny, but it's the full thing, then it's Asr as well. It's Ki'ilu, it has a Chashivus. So it's, it, it has a Chashivus, and therefore it's Ki'ilu, you're eating a Kazayas of it. So whereas all Yisurei Achil are Bikazayas, when it comes to Shratzim, it's also Bikazayas if you eat chopped up Shratzim. But if you have uh, a full Sheretz, that's why we're so makbid about uh, cleaning all the vegetables for bugs, and get it, because any full bug is going to be in Isidaraisa, even though it's so tiny. It's not a Chatzishir, it's Mamashashir Shalim, because it's a Beria. If you were, I think they used to say, I don't know if they still say, they used to say that frozen vegetables weren't as much of a problem, because they said when they would freeze the vegetables, the bugs would become so brittle that they would fall apart. So even though there may be bugs in there, but they, then they can become Batal Bashishim, because they're not a Beria. But a Beria can never become Batal. A Beria always has its own Chashivas. I think they say they used to say that there's certain bugs that would infest, I think it was berries that they assumed that when they would freeze them their eyeballs would pop out uh, so uh, so that would make them uh, no longer a barrier because they were no longer complete I don't know if that was uh, true or not but that's what they used to tell us okay and if they only would have told us dam Misham I would say yeah dam you not allowed to feed a child because it's nisukaris I will shratzim but shratzim is no, just a regular love aim low I would think there's no problem of feeding it to a child and if it only would have told me dam and shratzim I would say Misham Diyusur and Shav Bakal because those are Yisurim, the Yisra of Achilles Dam, the Yisra of Achilles Shratzim, apply to every Jew. Avol Tumah Imelo, but Tumah is only for Kohanim, so I would think that it's not included in this uh, this special Chomer Tiki Yisra of not feeding it, not providing it for the Katan. V'yashmin and Tumah, if it only would have told me about Tumah's Kohanim, I would say, Kohanim Shaynim, Shum Deribah Behen Mitzvah Siseros. I would say, yeah, we're always a little stricter on Kohanim. Avol Hani Imelo, but maybe by the others, we're not going to be so strict. Tzricha, and that's why he needs to tell me in all three contexts that that uh, that that los achilim that you're not allowed to provide the child with uh, with an with an iser. Uh, tush, it, it just happens to be once we mention Thomas Kohanim, there is an iser we see over here to be metame a uh, a, a kohen. The shach writes in your meaning a child kohen. The shach writes in your day in the name of the rokeach that a pregnant aishas kohen is allowed to go into an oalames and we're not choshesh that maybe she's carrying a baby boy and she's being metame the baby biadayim. And and it, which would be a violation of this din that we're learning about in our Gemara that Los Achilim they not be metamehim. It says the Shach in the name of the Rokeach because it's only a Svek Sveka. Suffolk maybe the baby's not going to be a Barkayama anyway, and even if he is a Barkayama, Suffolk maybe it's in a Keva and therefore not Mitzuva in Tumas Kohanim. So the Magen Avraham in Orchayim Simshinam Gimel says, "What are you talking about? The baby doesn't become tame anyway. It's Tuma Belua. It's completely inside the uh, the mother." So all sorts of Achronim try to come up with answers. Maybe we're talking about where you're already stuck. 
his head out, and she's already in labor. That's quite a new kimta to make in that shot. He talks about a pregnant Kohenis. So Rav Shechter has a whole piece in Big Fayetzon where he explains that the Yisra of Tumas Kohanim doesn't follow the rules of Tum Tahara, that any Hiskarvus Lameis, even if technically on a Tumma level, it would not be Metame, is already included in the Yisra of Tumas Kohanim. Vaitu in the Gemara Tashima, another Raya. So now we can bring Raya's from the Mishnahis we had in our parak. Shneach, and you have two brothers, Echad Pikeach, the Echad Cherish. One of them is a Cherish. Nusul Shayach, Yos married to two regular normal sisters. Meis Cherish Bal Pikachas. So the Cherish dies, which means the Nisuin Drabbanan died, and now you have a Yibum Drabbanan situation for a guy who's married on a Daraisa level to her sister. So Mayasa Pikeach Bal Pikachas, what should the guy who's married me Daraisa do? Tetim Shemachalzisha. He doesn't have to worry about it at all. She's uh, this woman that's falling to him with the Yibum Drabbanan is an Erva. She's a Chosishto. So not, not an issue at all. Meis Pikach Bal Pikachas. But what if the Nisum Doraisa died? So Mayasa Cherish Bal Pikachas. What should the guy who's married on a Drabbanan level do with the fact that he's facing now a Yibum on a Doraisa level? And he's a Cherish. So Motsi Asishto Beget. He has to be, he has to divorce his wife with a Get. Same way he married her Birmiza, he divorces her Birmiza. And his brother's wife is going to be Asr forever. He's not able to be Chalitzer because uh, because he can't do Chalitzi as a Cherish, and he's not able to be Miyabim her because uh, he was just married to her sister. So uh, she's Achos Krushaso. So ask Gemara, am my Motsiyasisho? Why does he have to get rid of his wife? Tesim Gabe, Katanachon Velasu. Let the wife stay with him because after all, he's a Cherish. Cherish is like a Katan. We shouldn't have to stop him from doing an Avera. Ooh, so don't you see that it's uh, that, that, that based in Mitzuvan Lafrisha that we have to stop him and that's why we make him give a get? Says, well, no, the reason he has to give her a get is not because of him. She's a pikeach. She's a pikachas. So she's an adult. And we can't let her do the iser. Says, I'll bring another raya from a case in our Mishnah. Let's say both men were perfectly uh, emotionally and, uh, and, 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 and intellectually healthy. They were married to two sisters. But one of them was a pikachas, one of them was a chareshes. The pikeach bal chareshes died. So what does the Bikach Bal Pikachas do? Nothing. It's an Erva. He doesn't have to worry about it. There's no Chiyav Yibum whatsoever. But Meis Pikach Bal Pikachas, if the Pikach dies, so the Nisu and the Rabbanon yields a Yibum situation, what should the guy who's in a marriage meet the Rabbanon do when the Nisu and when he's facing a Yibum Do Raisa? So Motsi Yasishto Begadi divorces his wife, and then because he's a Pikach, he could actually do chalitza, so he does chalitza on this uh, this yevama. But why does he have to divorce his wife? She's a she's a chareshes, so let her, let her stay with him. She's a katanochal nevelos. So says more. Yeah, she's a chareshes, but mishumisura diday. He's a pikeach, so we cannot allow the marriage to continue. So therefore, it's not a raya that uh, based in mitzvah and afri show. Rava, a final raya. Toshma you have the Pikach married a Pikachas and a Cherish married a Chereshes. Meis Cherish Bal Chereshes. The Cherish dies. May also Pikach Bal Pikachas. What should the Pikach do? Teitzim Yishamachos Ishto. Don't worry about it. This woman is Achos Ishto. Meis Pikach Bal Pikachas. But if the Nisuin Drabanan husband Daraisa rather husband dies. What should the Cherish do? He should divorce his wife, Biramiza, the same way he married her. And his uh, brother's wife is going to be Asr forever. Now, over here, the two people of a 
Ha'acha Talavi Surah Dida'ika Talavi Surah Dida'ika She's a Chareshes He's a Cherish So they both have a Din of a Katan V'Katani Motsi Yisrael Beget And we're still not going to let them live together Now that's a strong Raya Says the Gemara Right? Why are we not letting them live together? They're Katanim That are violating an Isser Katanim Ain't Bezin Metzumel Afrisho So I'm Rabbi Shmaya Gezerim Shmataris Yivam Alashuk Because we're afraid that, uh, that, that, uh, that, that if you come to be Matir This Yivama uh, then people are going to see that they're living together. They're not going to realize why we're not being mafresh them, and they're going to say that it must be that there's no zika at all because the nisun of the cherish, even though it was a nisun drabanan, is docha the zika da oraisa, and they're going to allow the sister of the chareshas who really needs yibum to go marry other people shalokadin, and that's why they had to make it that this couple cannot stay together. So let's see the mishnah it says the mishnah in the new parak parak chamisha asar a woman goes with her husband to Medina Siam. Shalom bein olavina. If everything was, they were having perfect shalom bayis. For shalom ba'olam, and there was no wars in the world. And she comes back alone, and she says, "My husband died." So Tina said, "That's good enough for us. We trust her." And if she didn't have any children, and the brother and the husband had a brother, you would do yibum based on her word alone. But shalom bein olavina umelchama biolam. But if they were having good shalom bayis, but there was melchamos in the world, or ketata bein olavina shalom b'shalom ba'olam, or they were not having good shalom bayis, even if the world was b'shalom, and she claims that her husband dies, that has died, she's not allowed to get remarried based on her own say-so, where she said maybe she was lying. That she really needs to put on a show for us to believe her. She has to come back with torn clothing and crying and everything. The Chum said back to Rabbi Yudah, nah, whether she's crying or not, she's allowed to get remarried because we trust her. So It says in the Mishnah, even though L'chorah, that's the stam we always assume, uh, unless we know otherwise that people are having shalom bias. That used to be the assumption, at least. So, uh, so the only reason we mention shalom bein olavena is because we wanted to mention the case of ketata bein olavena, tana shalom biolam, and we mentioned shalom biolam even though that's the stam we always assume shalom biolam. Rishon to kavayim l'misni melchama biolam because it also wanted to mention the case of melchama biolam a little bit weiter. Amar of my time with the melchama mishum Amri b'didami. Why is it when there was when there's we all of a sudden don't trust her that her husband is dead because we're afraid that maybe she saw something that would indicate to her that her husband was about to die and she made that next step in her mind and she assumed her husband was actually dead. Because she's going to say to herself, what are the chances that every, all these people are dead on the battlefield and my husband, Pumt, is the one guy that ma- managed to survive. It's not Shaykh. Maybe you're going to say, well, if they're having good Shalom Bayez, maybe she's going to stay there and wait and see. You know, She's not going to let him die alone. Well, but maybe maybe uh, there, there are arrows flying in every direction and it's dangerous and she can't stay in the war zone and she can't stay with him and she's going to see that he was hit and she's going to realize if he, she's going to think to herself that he was hit he's for sure going to die but she's not going to realize that there might have been a medic out in the field that might have been able to, uh, to help him out let's go a little bit weiter so Rava wanted to say that if there was famine and she claims that her husband died 
right? There's no misassessing that, right? That, if she claims, then we could believe her. Then Rav said, no, you know what? Even by famine, it could be that she misassesses the situation, that he didn't really die and she only thought he died. It's just like a Mulchama. How do we know? Because a woman came to Rav. She said, my husband died of, of starvation. And Rav played a trick on her. He said to her, you know, it's a good thing you got out of there when you did, because obviously it's not Shaykh that he was going to survive with a little bit of flour that you left him with. So it's obvious that you're right, that he must be dead. So Amrlesh said, oh, you get me. So you understand why I'm saying that he's dead, because uh, it's not Shaykh that he would survive. Uh, now, now Rava had just got her to admit that she didn't know for sure that he was dead. She was saying, oh, you get it. Of course he couldn't have survived. So Then Rava said that Ravon is were more choshesh, that she's going to make a misassessment with famine than she will with Mohamma. When it's a time of Mohamma, if she saw him in the battlefield dying, we're not going to believe her. But if she saw him dying on his bed, even at a Shas Mohamma, we have no reason to assume she would have left. She would stay there till he's actually dead. But if it's a time of famine, she's going to have to tell us that she actually buried him. Because we do assume she will run away when she's starving and she needs to go somewhere where there is food. And she's going to claim that her husband died, even though she doesn't know with absolute uh, certainty that the husband died. Okay, Benjamin, tomorrow we'll pick up with Mapoles and whether Mapoles is Hareukamochama or not. Okay, thank you for uh, staying the extra three minutes, everybody. Have a uh, wonderful evening. <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned to the WhatsApp.